This is the Media Molecule podcast number 24 on the 1st of June 2012. With us today in Kenny's little room, we have... Kenny. <laughs> Alice. <laughs> and me, Spaff. Nobody else. That's it. That's everyone this week. This might feel a bit empty, doesn't it, in here? A no. little bit. <laughs> oh no. It's the still a small opinion. room. It's an interesting time to do a podcast because we're right before E3. E3. What are the three E's in E3? <clears throat> the Electronic Entertainment Expo position. Exciting for the games industry. Have you been to E3, Kenny? I've never been to E3. Really? Oh. They don't need audio guys at E3. <laughs> <laughs> E3 is the opposite, opposite of good audio because at least I hear that basically everyone cranks everything oh, up to 11. Oh, you can't hear anything on the expo <laughs> yeah, floor. So it's really loud. Oh, actually, this year is probably the year of the dubstep. Oh, it's just yeah. throughout the expo hall. Because the last few years it's been like Def Jam rap <laughs> kind of things like, going on everywhere. But now, now it's, it's going to be bass. <laughs> Wobble base. Just everyone Filling just be up. vibrating as they walk along from booth to booth. I've been there before. I've been there for MM twice now. And before that though, I went there. I hate you. Do any other things? No, you don't. It's it's hard work, Kenny. I know. I was like, so I go to GDC most years. So people probably hate me for going to that. Yeah. but it's hard work. I as always well. thought it'd be. <laughs> It, it's like exciting and and chaotic and busy for devs, but then also you get to go to the parties and stuff. No, Whereas going for sleep. press, well, no, <laughs> see, that's the thing. Yeah. Going for presses, you don't get to sleep. So well, hmm. I think the thing about well, you guys have different perspectives, yeah, because you you've been as someone showing the game and representing the game. Whereas I say you, I mean James, as <laughs> uh, and you've been as a journal, mm-hmm. so you've been like interviewing. Yeah. So what's 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 the difference? I think Alice was just saying that journalists don't get to sleep. Yeah. It does get to go to all the parties, which well, isn't true. You just have some to journalists go to parties also, <laughs> and yeah, it's nice when you get to finish all your writing and go to a party. But it's essentially you cram the day full of meetings, and it's the same for journalists and devs. Except devs probably maybe stay in the uh, room if you're showing it in a room, or mm. you might be shuttled around to see all the different journalists wherever they're stationed. Uh, yeah. Um, and then the journalist is running around trying to get all the meetings and then after the day's done the show floor is closed you go and then you write type everything yeah here's what it's like imagine you had to show someone little big planet in 15 minutes and then you had to do that every 15 minutes <laughs> for about as eight a, hours as a new group of people came into the over room. three days um which for little big planet is actually it's fine because it's genuinely something I want to show to people. Yeah, and, and people you can make it, well. it slightly different each time. You can really, like with a little big planet too, especially when we when we had that. Um, in when was that last? Not the last year, the year before twenty ten. Just showing people, they were you know really excited by it, so it was mm. great. Um, there could be other games though that we had to do that where they've got these really scripted demos, and I can imagine that just being a little bit draining. Well, yeah. there was one year when um, E three wasn't in the convention center and it was i think in santa monica was that so was that when they were lost they, it, it wasn't even on for a year was it they, or, mm, or was it it sort of it became was, for all for a while yeah it became it? a bit irrelevant for a year or two there was uh they, they had it like the expo floor in some kind of hangar 
like a aircraft hangar. But then everyone had all of their meetings in separate hotel rooms around yeah. around Santa Monica Beach, whatever. Which great locale, beautiful beach and everything. Except it was really hot because it's in the summer. And as a journalist, you have to walk in between uh, all these different hot. hotels. So you're Sweaty. like just uh. like ru- like walking on the pavement, trying to get in between each of your appointments. And you're like, I've got ten minutes to get from this hotel to that hotel, and it's like you know however many blocks, and you just. Oh, it was draining. And they had all these shuttles and stuff, but it was just still a, a too hassle. Hot. It's better to be <laughs> an air-conditioned, like warehousey type thing where yes. all of the games are there. It's much easier that way. Sounds quite stressful. <laughs> it, it is, but it's it a is. bit like it's a bit like maybe being in combat. Although I've never been in combat, <laughs> so no. You know how you you get your like oh we're in the trenches you together. Kill? You get that you get that sense of camaraderie. Like we beat it, we survived and. Yeah, yeah, I suppose the, you get you to be, you get like be there if you're at like one of the big Sony or Microsoft or Nintendo or yeah or whatever press conference where they announce something and it makes you feel special. And so it is definitely, I was there. It is definitely a there. spectacle. I yeah. made it happen. You didn't make it happen, spectacle. but I feel special anyway. Last year's press conference was like uh, the Sony one, which we went to was like half a basketball stadium, baseball stadium. I don't know, crazy what it was. Huge. And then they had uh, had their press conference, and then they um, they had everything playable afterwards, and they had like this big. I want to say like a big curtain came down and then like <laughs> revealed behind you know all this playable stuff. We were demoing games behind there, and then Alice in Chains played on the stage. Yeah, mm. crazy. Which was really weird. Yeah, I was trying to demo the game and trying to <laughs> shout over the top of Alice in Chains. <laughs> Gave up. Well, not Alice. No, no not no, not I Alice in Chains. <laughs> Before you change the stage, as this journalist. <laughs> But it's definitely something that when you feel after you've done it that you you know you kicked its butt, yeah. It's, uh, you know you can actually Conquered. achieve that from both dev side and press you side. You've got to have a bit of excitement. You've got to really go for it, embrace it. And but you know it is loud, and you're talking a lot on both sides. And there's yeah. videos of me. I think there's an interview with me with I think it's who was it for MSNBC or something, and my voice is just completely. Ruined and <laughs> <laughs> run out, and also because like, I do that, you know, I do that thing when I go to America. Just yeah, like you become go American. Twangy. You know, I've been there for you know a week or something and talked to Americans all day, so I've got a slightly weird American accent, Gone, really gravelly kind of <laughs> ruined voice. As <laughs> <laughs> the last interview that I gave of that show, and it was just so. Oh, what's, but it's fun though. It's what fun. are your predictions for this year's E3 or anything you're excited about? I heard there would be some Little Big Planet games there. Oh really? Yeah. At least more than one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so look out for that stuff. But I think we already knew that, really, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. The old Vita and the, uh, the karting. People play um, E3 Bingo, don't they? E3 Bingo. Yeah, you said that they they make all their predictions like, oh, I think we'll see a new console from mm. these people or um, a booth babe of this specific variety or whatever. <laughs> and then like as they appear, I think it's more to do with the press conferences than it is uh, okay. E3, but. You know, they check it all off. Yeah, I'm just always excited to see all the games. It's always good to hear about the new games, see the new games. Well, that's the other thing about going as dev is that you don't actually get to go and see anything, really. Because you're busy actually working. Yeah. Working the floor. Luckily, you know, there is there is time to kind of sneak off for an hour or so yeah. and for lunch or something or finding time in between. Or, um, but you don't get to all the, like, exciting... Um, behind closed doors stuff mm-hmm. if you know people in those companies and they'll sneak you in which yeah, is yeah, awesome yeah. but otherwise you have to be the press people to, to go in those I'd like to do it one year I think 
maybe when we're promoting our next games I'll get to like it's worth going there I think with a mission Mm. I've been there the first time I went there was about 10 years ago Mm. when I ran a little LucasArts fan site and we went to visit the LucasArts booth and then you're kind of done (laughs) <laughs> and then you've got three days of just wandering around but you kind of see most things and yeah. in a day but when we went you know in subsequent years when we had you know we decided to cover the whole show as um, you know like amateur bloggers essentially <laughs> um, then we had you know appointments and, and missions and things to accomplish and yeah. it felt more like something was doing going something. on yeah. it's hard to do it all and for me like we, one of the reasons E3 was so tiring in a way is because it's the lead up to E3, all the planning mm. and the scheduling and then making sure that you're going to know about all the things you need to know about before going in, being as prepared as you can be to go in so that when it happens, you can execute with this, like because a certain your, amount of organization. <laughs> your job specifically at One Up was to organize in everyone at One Up and all their appointments, right? I mean, for uh, E3 and all the... I just have nightmares about Excel sheets. <laughs> like, literally, like Excel sheets in my dreams, chasing me or something. No, but it was, it was good though. Was good. Talking about LucasArts, didn't they just announce a new Star Wars game yesterday? I believe so. Uh, 13? 13. 13. Star Wars 1313, which is set in. in uh, Croissant. Croissant. <laughs> Croissant. Is it Coruscant? Cor- Coruscant. 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 I think Coruscant. Coruscant. Maybe a silent T. Croissant. Croissant. It's hard. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's to a French Jedi. Clearly that, that word was written down in the morning over pastries. Coruscant. <laughs> Maybe it's Coruscant. You're right. You're glowing in the belly like a Teletubby. Ooh. My phone died. <laughs> your phone. Again, again. Uh, but I'm excited to see that because my, my mate Dom has been working on that game for, for quite a while. And uh, I just want to, to know what he's been doing for all this time. It's nice that when, in, in Dev when you when you have friends in other development studios working on stuff and, and they can't tell you about it and then they get announced you're like oh that's what you've been doing for four years <laughs> I like that it's nice. it, look, it looks quite cool I'm more into that than I am into the MMO uh, Star Wars The Old Republic whatever it's called Swotor Swotor that was actually pretty fun although it chugs a bit on my old PC you can play it kind of like a single player game if you want has all the dialogue well it's basically uh, the Bioware thing isn't it it looks it's like Mass Effect it's awesome it's actually really fun. I mean, I don't know if it has the longevity of something like World of Warcraft does, which has this massive, massive end game, mm. or like Eve as well, which just you know goes on forever and ever. It feels to me more like you know you play through the story and then you might play through a different character's story because they all you know they all have these different stories. Yeah, well, I imagine class. they will be releasing an expansion pack, which is. I mean, that, I guess that is the problem of the model they went for, was because it was so similar to their uh, single-player RPG thing, that's why they had all these ridiculous number of lines of dialogue in there, because they just created that, but for many different classes, and made it a lot more bespoke, uh, which is kind of nuts. I mean, it's one way to do it, but most people would just go, we're not doing that. They went, let's do that. Yeah. Um, well, that's why crazy, it's good, though, you know. Crazy amounts of work. Oh, yeah. Ridiculous. Years and years so of re- just recording. Mm. Um, but that, 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 but the flip side, the downside to it, it, even though they've achieved that, is that once you've done it, you run out. Right. <laughs> but as a Star Wars fan that you are, I think there are some really interesting stories mm. in there to be told. And as long as you pick the right thing that suits you, you know, like if you want to go classic and mm. play through some of the Jedi stuff and you know starting off as a little Padawan noob and then becoming hardcore is, I was playing cool. as a light Sith 
a light, just a little bit dark. Yeah. On the dark side. No, I'm like I'm <laughs> I'm for the Sith, but I'm not evil. Oh, I see. So you like you agree with him politically. Yeah. But you're just like good time girl. Yeah, but I'm yeah. like all about being honorable and be you know and like the yeah, that was good. Would you just versus like, being just like a jerk that's like, well, I'm just gonna kill you because I'm mean. Yeah. And I'm, it was like really that. annoying actually because the character I was playing just turned out to be really really emo. Or like what really, really angsty like, all the time. Just like, oh, I'm not going over there. I'm going to kill you instead. <laughs> just like, oh, whatever. So, so, so that was, so that was them forcing that character on you. No, I, I wanted to play, you know, super evil style. Just, yeah. you know, fun. I've had fun doing that in um, previous <laughs> Many games that you've griefed. Well, like Kotor <laughs> is fun to, you know, yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's weird because the Sith side of it is. It's quite strange. Mm. Doesn't quite. F I reckon the Jedi stuff in it is far more uh, familiar, whereas the Sith stuff they've got like hundreds of you know Sith people on Sith planets and like force eating monsters. And then you've also got the Empire, which is a separate oh, right. element, and um, and they're weird as well. Yeah. Like, so you're not part of the Empire. You're, you're like just a race, because there's a race of Siths, right? And then there's well, yeah, they're like, like they're, they're like the, the true like, blood, right? Because they're like that's their race. But you can join and be because I like you start up as a slave that has force yeah. powers that then joins the thing. But joins definitely, the cause, you should you know? check it out, Kenny. No, no, I don't have time. <laughs> don't Fair have time. enough. Um, talking Star Wars, I made some Star Wars cookies on Tuesday. I didn't eat any of them. They basically they they were a bit soft and they basically just tasted the butter. <laughs> it, was egg, it was an eggless recipe. It, it did say uh, it's cooking for five minutes at 250 degrees C, which is very hot. It made my oven smell like a barbecue. It was that hot. I, I thought that some of that smell of barbecue. I don't mean the smoke, but there's a smell you get in barbecues, which I thought was to do with like the charcoal and stuff, and it's not. It's to do with really hot metal. <laughs> and that's what my oven smelled like. Do you, do, mm, could you just not cookies. go to the corner <laughs> shop and get an egg? Well, our corner shops like. Five minute walk. Oh, that's, no. a, that's a really big corner. It was. It was about. I made them about ten o'clock on the Monday night, oh. and I was just or Tuesday night, and I was just like, and it was really hot. It was one of the hottest days last week. Oh, the weather week. was so glorious. Why oh. did you do it? Uh, I wanted to make them for the podcast, but then we didn't have it until today. Oh, oh. what? We missed out. What? I demand you remake cookies, but this time better. No, I want a regime cake. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> It's um. It's a courgette cake. Courgette stroke zucchini cake. Yeah. Zucchini. Next cake. next podcast, I'll uh, I'll make one. Um, make a zucchini bikini cake. So you have to make the zucchini cake uh, and wear a bikini. bikini no no no, you wear the bikini oh. whilst serving it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not pleased to do that. To that one. No. Um, no, sorry, no bikinis for Kenny. It, ha it has been lovely weather, though. Mm. Alice was right. It's been sunny. Oh, it's been very sunny, and this this for for our American friends. This weekend coming up is a bank holiday, but it's an even bigger bank holiday. It's not just the Monday off. We've got the Tuesday off as well because the Queen is still alive. <laughs> no, she's still Queen. Yeah, that's the more yeah, but she's fact. Queen because she's alive. Right. No. Well, I suppose no. she could she, she, she could can abdicate and become Queen Mother. She really should just let Charles in. Do you she's, think she's hogging it a bit? She's probably well, going she for Queen Victoria's record. It's like you don't want to have to wait until you're seen out. Like you let it go while you're still on top. Like people still like what's, her. Look, what's if after you Diamond? Mega Diamond. <laughs> is there an after Diamond? Uh, yeah. After dinner. After eight. After. Mint. After Diamond is mint. What? 
Didn't you believe? I believe that the record for being on the throne is held by Queen Victoria. And if I was Queen Liz, I'd be going for that record, wouldn't you? Going for the longest ever queen <laughs> record. I don't know. No, do you think she'll just be like, oh, I give up. I One gives up. It might be just be good if they abolished monarchy. The <laughs> Ooh, political. It's not political. It's the other <laughs> it's one. Just, it's, just, it's just rational. Well, we get a four-day weekend, so hurrah, except for all the sun went. Yeah, the sun Yeah, gone. so basically, it's an extra long back on the weekend, and it's going to be, I reckon it's... Do you know it's going to be rainy or it's going to be cold? It's meant to Both. rain a bit, And yeah. the sun's gone, but it's been replaced by bunting. Yeah, because but there's lots of street parties, and there's there's Jubilee fever up and down. Like, if you walk, I'm walking down Guildford High Street this morning, I was nearly sick because of the Union Jacks. If you were. <laughs> I like Union Jacks, but not when there's that many. Like, I don't know if any Americans listen to, listen to the podcast, for, for people who don't know what bunting is. It, it's those, like, lines with little triangle things like coming down. Like little flags. Yeah, little triangle flags Of Union Jacks Which I, I'd always seen, but not known what it was called. Some of those things. It's that very British. Like, know what that is, but don't know what its name is. Also a maypole. Do you know what that is? Yes, I do you know what a maypole okay. is. That also that has Morris kind of bunting dancing. on it, doesn't it? Yeah, I believe so. Not that I'm an expert in these things. <laughs> we haven't got any bunting up, actually. Which is, I've actually uh, I've not got any experts on, on Morris dancing. No, well, definitely not on <laughs> Morris dancing. Maybe, maybe. Do you reckon Alex Evans is a Morris dancer? You know what? He'd, he'd look good in the in the, the white linens. Yeah. Yeah. With the little bells on, the, the, on yeah. his fingers and on his toes. Yeah. I've yet to see a Morris dancer. I've only heard in, in person. You've seen, I've seen a YouTube. That's good enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't you don't need to. I think I'd like to. Bunting is very M M though, and we haven't got any. That's actually quite shocking because we don't normally have bunting up for anything. Daisy, it's Tuesday, let's put bunting. Daisy up. made some. Where is it then? It's at Siobhan's house in her garden. Oh, <laughs> but I think it was made for Siobhan by Daisy. At Siobhan's behest <laughs> for some summer barbecue action. But well, it's not here. What are you no going to do for bunting. Jubilee weekend? Okay. I'm going up to Edinburgh. Just in time, we're going to miss our street party. Oh, yeah, the street party tells quite. Well, there's a street party in our street. So, street parties are breaking out all across the country. Street parties like a fever. plague. Right, well, I yeah. want to go to them, get my face painted, eat some food eat or something. Eat some pork pies. Yeah. Kenny lied to his neighbours. That's not true. It's now become a when, when I was asked if we were going to the street party, I said that we couldn't because we were going on holiday. And we are. <laughs> but only because of that lie. Well, I think we probably would have been going up to Edinburgh anyway this weekend because it's bank holiday. So it was maybe a white lie, but it's now no longer a lie. It's only a lie in the past. All right, it's a lie. <laughs> it was a lie. <laughs> but uh, I, knew, I, I knew we would, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I think we'll attend a couple. Yeah, Maybe, I don't know, wandering the streets, just fighting, crashing street parties. Wait, we live locally. Oh, yeah, we're in number four. But we work at nights. Why aren't you working at night? It's a holiday, yeah! <laughs> I'm sure I, we'd be welcome, right? 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 Yeah, come to come to my street party. I won't be there. Just <laughs> <laughs> wear Kenny mask. Oh, right. <laughs> Is a street party the same as a block party? No. Uh, What's a block party? A block then? party happens when in all the blocks flats in a block 
have a party. Really? <laughs> it is. It's like a neighborhood party. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. It's block as in the American block. Yeah. yeah like not as in what block. we would call block of flats, which the Americans probably aren't familiar with. Oh no, we have we have block of flats oh, you too do? sometimes. But right. it's, it's, I'm sorry for patronizing you. But I think it's that's probably like an old. I don't know if people still really but, say But that. in America, a block is more like the block of, like, as in the, in the gridiron, a block. Yeah, yeah. I told taxi drivers still, oh, it's the next block. In England. Yeah, in England. Um, and they're just like, Well, what else do you call it? <laughs> yeah, there's no other term for it. <laughs> the dry book. Well, I, don't, I asked. I said, well, what, what do you call it here? And you had no answer. So yeah, it's I'm three streets that way. We don't have block. blocks, uh, apart from in like some monstrosity cities, which are actually, well, some Victorian cities might be designed. Edinburgh's got blocks, I suppose. Georgian. If it's in somewhat of a grid fashion, then you can have a block. Unless you're, all your roads are in circles and wavy lines and strange trapezoid. Well, even a trapezoid could be a block. I, I pronounce it trapezoid. <laughs> Not trapezoid. True. What? Yeah, trapezoid. I, like no. a trapeze. Do you say freakazoid? Freakazoid. What's that? You're a freakazoid. Do you not know what freakazoid is? No. He's a superhero. What? He's got blue body. Freakazoid. Blue head body. But what's that got to do? What's Sorry, what's that got to do with them? Trapezoid. 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 Freakazoid. No, trapezoid. That's just zoid. Zoidberg. Oh yeah, the, the Transverse Rex. <laughs> yeah, that, you, I never had one. What? Do you think they made it across to the... I'm going to do the presentation of a Zoid. They were rubbish, but brilliant. Wait up again, wait up again! <laughs> they were dinosaurs, <laughs> they were clockwork. <laughs> But also, they had little gold men inside their Yeah, it's totally their, mental. Like, their like, mouths would open like that, and they'd just be like a little spaceship. In it's the like the most inefficient form of combat possible. They're like mecha. <laughs> but awesome. Things. But awesome. Forgetting that fact, you know, sometimes there's good reasons to do stuff badly and inefficiently. Did you have to build them? Uh, it took an effort. It wasn't like, you know, Lego. Oh, like, like put the legs mechano. on. No, uh, yeah, it was probably like four bits. It's like how you uh, maybe put together something that's in a kinder surprise. Didn't they come constructed? And it was more just an ability to take them apart in case they got destroyed in battle. <laughs> By another Zoid. Should we uh, wheel in Tom and Tom? Yeah, let's do it. And here they are. Hello. These guys were so busy that they couldn't do a full podcast, so they just came in for a couple of minutes. Tom, uh, kiss. Hey. And uh, Tom, you can introduce yourselves, actually. Then we can yeah. put the noises in. <laughs> Hello, I'm Tom uh, Kiss. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> and I'm Tom Dalloway. Ooh. Together we are... Tom Tom. 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 Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but if, but if you both so say it, then there's four Toms. Mm. Oh. Mm. Tom Tom. <laughs> we were just talking about E3. Do you remember when we went to E3? Oh, yeah. Do you I remember, remember that? the time? That was, a, that was good. That was a when good we trip. we to E3. Yeah. <laughs> we had a lot of fun there. Tom and I and Alex Evans that went there to promote LBP2. I didn't do my uh, Jubilee 3 gag. Oh. oh I just did. did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you blew it, Kenny. That could have been the ending. That is not good enough. Jubilee 3. And then everyone laughs. <laughs> there was yeah. a bit of yeah. ensues. <laughs> <laughs> Profit. <laughs> there was a bit at the end of E3 where 
we that'll were, be the three w- basically when we when we go to e3 world world <laughs> studios scary <laughs> Um, well, the studios always have to stay in Santa Monica, which is a good hour away from the convention centre. Mm. On the way there, the way back. It's a nice place, but it's far away. Especially when there's lots of traffic, which is LA's trademark thing to have, basically. <laughs> but um, we were worrying about how we'd get back. Uh, and then our producer of the time, Eric Fong, our American producer, said, Oh, you can squeeze into the back of, our, of my car if you want. My truck, it's quite small though, so you have to squeeze me. Oh, that'll be fine, we'll, we'll go in that. <laughs> so he went with him. So I'll just wait, I'll just get my truck. A m- massive, <laughs> ridiculous truck. Out, like the biggest truck ever. Was he joking it was, when he said it's It small? had a front and a back and then the truck bit. Well, you could easily fit a car in. It's a pickup. <laughs> yeah, huge. And then we get in there and then. Um, oh, yeah, the back we're in there pickup for seemed to be a bit small. Nearly the entire duration of Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. He had a DVD player with Lord of the Rings <laughs> in it. Watching it, yeah. sat in he's traffic. like, "Does anyone want to watch Lord of the Rings?" And you're like, "Oh, <laughs> oh my God, we're here for the long haul!" <laughs> and then we went to a party in a castle. Uh, a real yes. castle? No. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have real castles in LA. I don't think they ever needed to defend it against. It was a it was a special castle because when you went to check in on Foursquare, <laughs> as you do, um, the the first location that came up in the list was the Batcave, <laughs> because yeah. it was the castle was directly above the 1960s Batcave in the Hollywood oh. Hills, yeah, awesome. as in the one from the 60s TV series. Wow, um, so Wayne Manor. It was a really weird party because <clears throat> there was lots of you know free drinks and beers and things like that, and then if you went inside the in quotes castle. There was just like a big bucket of swords, <laughs> like ones. weapons and like big things. Wow, Were they it was full? a mace. Stuff you shouldn't have around drunk people. <laughs> yeah, I remember a mace being swung <laughs> at one point. Yeah, oh dear. dear. And there was a kind of moat, a weird moat. It only went halfway round. It was painted with blue Worst paint. Ever. Like the blue paint you get inside swimming pools. So it just looked like a moat swimming pool. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Strange. I was so tired by the time we got there. The yeah. End of, end of E3. And it's the end of the podcast. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Oh. I've got to edit it this afternoon. This is the first time we've got the podcast on the same day that we release it. So I am calling time. Also, it's lunchtime and I'm hungry and I'm getting low blood sugar and I'm angry. What are you going to have for lunch? Don't care. Check the Twitter. Oh, yeah, let's check Twitter. I'll ask Twitter for jokes. This is from <laughs> at Jim Crikey on Twitter. Luke Kemp. Don't know why he's called Jim Crikey. I wonder if the Queen will enjoy the Jubilee celebration. I hope it wins her approval. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Oh, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Bye.